Rum cocktails are not my favorite. You're the weirdest guy I've ever met. Well, you also don't drink rum unless it's straight. I have rum cocktails all the time. I love a rum cocktail. Nothing goes better with mixers than rum, in my opinion. Oh, I don't disagree. Oh, oh, Carl got connected. What? Hey! Hey, hey Carl, how's it going? There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Hey there, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Junk Drawer. Hey, Josh. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Uh, awake. Awake? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a plus. You've had a busy weekend, though. It's been so long. It's been. There, now it's stuck in your head, too. You're welcome, America, and whoever else is listening. I don't know. I, I did not get out of my, my uh, early adulthood without that being jammed in my head, that when I hear those words and any kind of pause... Here's the thing. People give smash mouth, smash mouth shit. Mm. Yeah, try saying that three times fast, fuckers. Smash mouth shit. People give smash mouth... <laughs> people give smash mouth shit, and I'm like, yeah, but as soon as somebody goes, you know, some immediately you can mm-hmm. finish that thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. They yeah. have entered your brain in some form and are now part of our evolutionary makeup. So I do not want to knock Smash Mouth because up until recently, I was a fan. I, that, yeah, that one yeah, album. That's true. That one album wasn't bad when you're fucking just chain smoking, driving around town. It's not so bad. Uh, Fushimang? Um, Fushimang is awesome. Fushimang. Um, that's because we're in our 40s. And that's why you don't know what songs we are talking about. Jesus, I'm almost fifty. I got some on you too, uh, Josh. Uh, let's not let's not take up too much time because I'm fucking super stoked about this episode. Uh, so let's do very quickly. What are you drinking? Oh, uh, I'm drinking a dark and stormy, which is mm. rum, ginger beer, and lime. What kind of rum? Uh, I use my my cocktail rum, Sailor Yeri. Oh, that's a delicious spice rum. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're getting way too into it, because then this bottle looks like something you drink out of on the stoop. So, oh, yeah. like, if you're just about halfway in the bag, you can be like, oh, I guess we're going to go all the way, guys. That's why I love marketing. It, it, like, I'm drinking today Bamboo, and it's totally just a pirate bottle that you can hold around while you're sitting on the beach and you're just drunk in your underwear. So, you're, we're, it's a rum day. It's a great day. It's a rum day. You know day. why it's a great day, John? Why is you it a great it's a day, great day, Kevin? Uh, we did, not too long ago, our episode on the Squirmal, which was a toy that I, like I said in the show, something I wanted uh, a long time ago. I got. It had a great time. Love the Squirmal, right? Right. Uh, so we do the social media, stuff like that. Bing, bang, boom. All of a sudden, I get this alert. There was a person who was like, hey, dug your episode. And I was like, oh, sweet. Somebody I don't know, which is my favorite thing, where people <laughs> I don't know, they're like, I saw your thing. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> uh, and so I looked up this person. <laughs> I love, that, I love that that's your your uh, your like you know your your measure that's of greatness. Somebody awesome. saw a thing I did. Woo! Watch me dive, mom. Watch me dive. Uh, so I looked up who this person was. Turns out their name Carl Zeeler. And Carl Not Zeeler, the. the Carl Zeeler. Carl Zeeler is actually the person who now manufactures and makes the squirmel. I look further. Has a whole company called, uh, oh, I can't pronounce this right. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. Uh, I do it now, every fucking see, time. I'm... Fucking <laughs> open the door. You, you blew the surprise party, Kevin. <laughs> Way to go, me. I did it anyway. I... Carl was like, I'll come on your show. So that, Carl, welcome to the show. Carl's hey! here, everybody. Hey. hey. How's it going? Uh, I First of all, I, I, I love hearing people talk about the worm in general. And... Uh, <laughs> 
And so that was, uh, it was a good surprise that popped up on hashtags I follow. So yeah, and I love your name, Junk Drawer. Like, uh, I mean, that's pretty much where I live in a junk drawer. And my office is a big junk drawer. Uh, he's being modest, everybody. His, his junk drawer is like Pee Wee's dream house. Yeah. So <laughs> be jealous, all ye, and despair. <laughs> you have not made it. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, seriously, a junk drawer. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm drinking, I'm drinking a mix of uh, calcium, niacin, and B12, or B6. Brag. And B12. Mm. And uh, Red Bull. This is the fourth one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, and I'm not joking. Fourth <laughs> so, one all day or fourth one since we started recording? It's a oh, Sunday. No, no. What do you have to do? <laughs> okay. Are you running a 5K? I literally was demoing squirrels at Toys R Us at American Dream Mall. That's and, so cool. And then came over and, and to my apartment and... And decided to. There's still a Toys R Us. I thought they all closed. Oh yeah, it's a it's back and it's a flagship store. It's at the American Dream Mall. I even I hate to call American Dream Mall even a mall. It's more of like a uh, this crazy um, entertainment center. It has the world's largest indoor water park, theme park, indoor Wait, where, snowboarding. Where, where where is this? I want to look this. It's up right on the border of New Jersey and New York. So oh, okay. it's in, it's in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Okay, okay. So are you from New Jersey originally, or are you New York? No, New Ohio. York? You're from yeah. Ohio. Ohio. Okay, that's yeah. hilarious, because I'm from Iowa, but I was born in New Jersey. Oh, really? <laughs> so so we are Midwest represents. Yeah, I was born in Trenton. Well, outside oh. of Trenton. Learning well, they've things. been working on this project for like nine years, so were you living here when they... <laughs> 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 I may know a thing or two about what's buried under that mall slash entertainment center. <laughs> So, Carl, I have a question. Uh, why, why, why retro toys? Like, why did you, why did you get into this? Why this world? I mean, I know why Kevin and I are into it because mm -hmm. we don't have anything else to do, right. and we stumble into places and just start talking about weird shit that we find. So, but, but you have made an incredible career out of this. Where, where did it start? Huh? Uh, yeah, it started when I was I was a carny. So I was literally traveling around the His fairs. Story and, already oh, is awesome. Wow. I'm finding an offshoot <laughs> podcast. And and so I went around to you know I was selling the ShamWow before before Vince did it on TV, and uh, I was trained on the exact same pitch um, that he was doing, and I was selling the Shammy. And then I see this worm behind my booth, and I was like, I remember that as a kid. I love that. And I, I remember telling the promoter I was working for at the time. I was 19, and uh, I was like, I, I want to sell that thing. And I, and I, he was behind my booth. I was peeking and he had this demo table and it was just full of cash. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, this thing is awesome. So I bought two off him and I re-reminded myself how to do it. And I was like, I was horrible at it. And I was like, I want to sell this. And so I, the guy ended up saying like, we're not selling that. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to sell it. And so I go to a, <laughs> a flea market uh, in Ohio, uh, which is uh, called Trader's World. And that's where I first started selling the worms. And I was buying them from another company out of Canada, and they were called Magic Wigglies. And so I was selling That's the Magic Wigglies. That's not a Wigglies. name we had. That's not a name yeah. we had on the last episode. That's awesome. Awesome. I yeah. love how it's a, a conglomeration of just a bunch of names jammed together, all roughly the same, well, except I, for Squirmel. I assume, you know? I assume yeah. it's because Squirmel is a branded name, and yeah. like you, you can't just use it, right? Yeah, correct. Well, and uh, and back then too, there was only one original, but then they would pop in vending machines without strings and stuff. And anyway, long, long story. But yeah, there's been so many different names. Oh, and wow. uh, but the original from the inventor was Squirmels. Right? Yeah, and that was uh, Felix. Look at me! Patras. I'm telling you, like I'm such a dick. I'm so sorry. Like, no, I'm no, like, no. No, you're correct, Carl. We I read about this on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm selling at the 
flea market. And I'm like, dang, this thing's selling really good. And I mean, mind you, I'm just going to the flea market every weekend and I'm doing like, I don't know, like two grand a weekend selling these things. And, wow. and I was like, okay, this is awesome. And I, so I, I was like, I need to like go out to more flea markets. So I went on a whole flea market run and where I was basically doing a flea market uh, almost every day of the week. So there was a Monday, Tuesday market, then a Thursday market around Ohio, Indiana, and um, I think Michigan. So anyway, I was doing the flea markets. Then I, I guess I graduated to the state fairs. So I went around and I was doing all the state fairs. And I remember I did, I think it was 26 fairs one year. I was oh, only wow. home. I was only home about a month, but nonstop going show to show to show. And we're talking wow. like 12, 13 hour days, yeah. like Ooh. demoing the worm. So it was nonstop. And uh, I sold 130,000 worms that year. Wow. And uh, I, I don't go back to community college. And then <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, that, right? no, really? Like that. Done with I, it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I made half a million bucks. And uh, so I, I, I'm like, what could give me leverage? What could, how could I expand this? And I was listening to a program called uh, You Can Choose to Be Rich by Robert Kiyosaki while mm-hmm. I was doing these fairs and flea markets and stuff. And it taught me about IP, like uh, buying trademarks and, and patents and, and then uh, and how to become system dependent. And, and I basically l- listened to this thing nonstop over and over and over again. And, uh, and then I was like, wait, what, why don't I try to buy the original name? And I was like, I don't even know how to do that. So um, <laughs> where do I even start? Is there a store, yeah. a catalog? Who do I call? And my grandma worked for a lawyer. And I was like, uh, hey, can you ask them? And and he was like, yeah, you need an IP attorney. And I was like, well, I don't want to freak this company out and I don't want to pay too much. And I don't know. I guess I had the intuition to, to think that. And I was like, I'll call them directly, but let's get a contract up, assuming that I can, you know, buy the rights and we'll just enter the amount. So I call this company NSI Toys. And uh, I'm like, hey, I want, I'm selling at flea markets. And, and I was actually selling at fairs more then. But mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to play it down, selling at uh, flea markets and whatnot. And uh, I'd love to purchase the trademark. He's like, what are you using it for? I'm like, well, you know, like fairs and, and well, more flea markets. Right. And, uh, and then, um, so yeah, he's like, what are you offering? And this is after calling and calling. And, uh, and I was like, $2,000. And uh, he was like, ah, yeah, well, give me a call back. And he was like, hey, look. And I kept calling, kept bugging. I was supposed to meet him in New York. I drove out here. He blew me off. And oh, one of the so guys good. that worked, well, no, but he's a really good guy. He ended oh. up for me for a little bit. Yeah, Kevin, but, not everybody's a dick. Hey, man, yeah. I'm sorry. I just, you drive somewhere and they don't show up. That's kind of a dick that, move. He yeah, was busy. Well, he's got stuff to do, I bet. I, I, well, and in all fairness, I acted like I was in the area when I specifically went out. Like, <laughs> oh, well, then, uh, yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, I, hey, that's, I'm all in the area. that's fine. Hey, this yeah. guy's off the hook. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but then they came back and they're like, look, five grand. And I was like, done. And so I had the contract over that day. Like I literally was type in five grand, send it off. And uh, so I bought the rights. And then from there, went to did my first wholesale trade show. I got into Walmart checkout lane. So I got into 40,000 checkout lanes. And, uh, and then from there, I was like, well, this works. I'm going to buy up more rights to old toys and names. And so... And and because yeah. of that, you're keeping this stuff alive. Like it's still coming around. Like I still right. see stuff like this pop up, which is one of the reasons why this show's been so fun. Is like seeing like, hey, that they're still selling these things. What well, um, and, every, and I, some of this is amazing that they're still selling like things that we're talking about, like even prior to uh, us being born 
are still being sold today. So I love the fact that back in the day that something that popped up like originally kind of close to around my age is still kicking is just amazing. Everything's to me. cyclical and they might put one little twist or change the name or it's really weird how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you have a, I mean, obviously this is your, this is your, your livelihood and your happiness, but like, is there a particular <laughs> toy that you just, you just love that you come across that you're like, Oh man, I'm so glad we have the rights to this. Now this thing yeah. is really fun. I love it. Well, I mean, Squirmal was definitely like uh, all about my life, but, um, I was really stoked to get super elastic bubble plastic. Mm, like that was God. one that I wanted so bad. And, uh, just because the smell, I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> early, early shitty plastic products. I like, I love the smell, like a brand new pair of floaties right out of the package. When you blow them up like that. You know, oh Disney, yeah. Disney can have like candles that smell like the, the pirates of the Caribbean. They can give us like a fresh pool floaty smell please, that would be really nice please just to like, like a nice little diffuser oil would be great yeah, well, and your, guys just always... your idea of uh putting some sex toys that are <laughs> <laughs> into 7-eleven oh i'm <laughs> that, are, that are unique yeah. oh, fragrances <laughs> shit we should talk now i mean we, we could get some <laughs> nice little side business here junk drawer <laughs> right. and nostalgic gets together and it's just perfect i love it <laughs> Those squirmals um, aren't for aren't for squirming on your hands. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we're, that's the big announcement. That's the big announcement. Is My that squirmal we're, smells weird. This is yeah, the new, nah, you the new direction that's... we're taking. Squirmals. No, no, Kevin, don't shy away from it. We're gonna go full ham. Oh, full ham. I love. Wait, we're now we're selling hams. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, Carl, you did something I read about on your website. Something you did as far as marketing goes, which is really, I think is really smart. I want to see kind of how, you, how it popped in your brain, this idea of you, of course, are hitting with your with your products that um, impulse buy, like right by the counter. It's like as, as a kid growing up, like that's when I would hit my mom up, like, check that out. I want that, you know? But yeah. you developed this wonderful little inexpensive, almost damn near disposable screen TV, TV yeah. that runs your commercial for that product in a loop and, and a simple battery like with that you replace with simple batteries it's nothing for the owner of the store to have to keep upkeep other than batteries it's nothing they have to really deal with what kind of clicked that in your head one day where you're like fuck why don't we just add this element to that well, to that portion that goes back to uh well you know i said i was listening to that choose to be rich program by robert mm-hmm. kiyosaki well he talks about uh he said can you make a better cheeseburger than mcdonald's and I was thinking like, yeah, well, cause they kind of suck, but they're, they're good. Right. Uh, but, but can you build a better system? He was like, most entrepreneurs focus on the better burger rather than the system. And I was like, mm. well, how could I systematize this and like duplicate what I did at the fairs at point of purchase or at the retail. And I'm like, ah, TV. And at the time, like, uh, I mean, that was Oh, seven, six. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, I mean, all you had were like these big expensive flat screens and there wasn't like a, I mean, even an, an iPad was, just came out. And so I was like giving out these seven inch screens that I found. I, I ended up going to you know China and figuring out these uh, digital photo frames could be modified oh, to do yeah, a yeah. looped video. So I figured out, yeah, I'm going to make a looped video and I'm going to make it actually too. I encrypted it where it only used my SD card because I was afraid that they would uh, basically utilize my system and just change the video. Absolutely. I would give that to the retailer for free. And, uh, and it would, I told him like, I mean, it was a pretty easy sell. It's like, Hey, this one foot of space or this one and a half foot is going to be your biggest dollar per square foot. And I have that tested and tried. And, and, you know, I went to a few of the retailers that were buying it at the time and I was like, Hey, we test this out and try this TV concept. And then, so we ended up making these TVs and then fast forward a little bit, uh, that, that was a plug-in. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'd go in and see some TVs unplugged or whatnot, and it was driving me nuts. So I went to a battery powered, <laughs> and uh, then I developed and designed this thing called in-store Marshall. And I actually started selling them to other companies. Like we sold the Hasbro and, and some others, like these disposable. I wanted to make the least expensive disposable TV. Oh, and that's amazing. We, wow. we kind of pioneered it at the time. Like no one had it. So right, that's so and smart. Now and now we get them all the time. Like, oh, uh, for sure. right? Especially I mean, like, for two thousand seven. That's a. I mean, that's a. I, that's I would, huge. That would that would blow my head. I'd be like, what? Well, God, that's, that setup must have cost you a fortune. So, you know? yeah. so, so that whole concept then, I mean, has carried over into like other marketing things because like you'll get in the mail like. Uh, like 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 an insert, and it'll be like a, a tiny like camera thing or a tiny screen. I that. invented that. I'm yeah, not joking. You definitely did. No, 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 no. That's I, amazing. I had the first video catalog back. That's in, incredible. And, and we handed them out at Toy Fair, and people are freaking out because we that at that time it was a one inch screen, uh-huh. so it was the size of the iPod Nano. So I was like, it's like having an iPod Nano right here, and all you do is oh, oh, when you open the catalog, it automatically played. I had it to where it automatically do it. It'd be like, hey, have you seen my program? And blah, blah blah. I did not patent it. I don't think it was really patentable, but uh, I saw so many companies adapt adopt it, you know. And then uh, I remember making the prototype and going around to different factories trying to get these things made. And uh, that was just that's funny that you say that now because I saw, awesome. I see it too now, like with car advertising stuff like that come, and I'm like. Because how so much cheaper cool. is that than actually printing a catalog or printing out right. pamphlets and things like that? I'm sure well, nowadays with the I, technology, the parts are so cheap that you can do that. And it's just so much more memorable, you know? Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time I was paying about eight bucks uh, for a video catalog. So, I mean, it was relatively cheap. And uh, but we just wanted to look like we're the king of screens at the show. And we we gave away like 500 of them, which was That's crazy. kind of a waste of 4K or whatever. But um <laughs> But hey, I mean that. But that goes back with that marketing thing. And so it's all about being memorable. It's all about selling that idea and being the first to do something really cool. Yeah. And when somebody hands you something like that, I would chime in and be like, "Well, I want to see more of what they do as a business because if they've come up with ideas like this, this is fucking brilliant." You know. Yeah. And then they see the worm. Oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, should we check out what's in the junk drawer? Dude, I think it's about time. Okay, so I let let's explain how this is new. This this is new to us, Carl. So for our audience and everybody, this is all brand new. Having a third person here, so we decided what we would do now is, Josh and I have tag team, and we are the people who know what the topic is today. We know all the information, and you're the one that doesn't know and gets Love to learn. So so just like just, him with the squirrel. Yes, just like him with the squirrel. Except now now you're our squirrel. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> Carl did not you, consent to be our squirrel. So, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. But he seems okay. May cause, may cause rash. May uh, cause, yeah, cause rash. All right. So, um, we have to call in our intern, Craig, to find out what we got in the drawer. Intern Craig, what's in the drawer? Open the drawer, you beautiful bastard! What the hell is it? Yup. Ha! Got it! Uh oh. Wow. Dude. Did you, was he, this your idea or was this my idea? I can't remember. This was this your idea. Was, this was your idea. This, you, this is, is the one you chose. Idea. This yeah. is my idea. Um, oh, Carl, you're going to love Kevin, this. Kevin, this was my idea. This you was did my this. idea. This is a good one. I, I did this. This is one Carl's going to be like, let me see if I can get the rights to this one. Because uh, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic, and it's going to be it, – it, I would. Well, I got to get um, my phone out. Get your phone so out. So many times I've been on in conversations, they're like, are you registering a domain? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's all of a sudden the next thing you know is like who bought junkdrawer.com and I'm like motherfucker well, it made sense it was bound to happen now we work now we work for Carl work for I'm Carl I'm paying squirmels dude this is gonna be so much fun uh, cause Carl today intern Craig has pulled out a little green army man whoa <laughs> nice that's that's as classy as it gets we, uh, we thought we'd throw back is it Mark's? super retro Oh, oh, see, hold this on guy there, knows. tough this, guy. See, this guy. Just a minute. We're going to have to do a whole full episode about, we'll have to have Carl back and be like, okay, and have a whole episode. You, just, you what tell does us. Carl know? You tell us. <laughs> you pick a toy, Carl, and tell us what you know, and we'll fucking act stupid. And just see, I told you he was going to bring out Marks right away. I was like, this is how they're known, but like, let's get to there. All right. Yeah. Let's pretend you don't know anything, Carl, okay. Mr. <laughs> Smarty Pants, so our audience can no, enjoy this as well. Correct, no, correct please, us, correct, correct us. Correct us, because we have hastily checked Wikipedia. Uh, so the Green uh, Army Man. I disagree. I what? think we've checked many websites. I have you checked, checked at Wikipedia. least three websites <laughs> that have all the exact same information as Wikipedia. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's the beautiful part about researching all of these things. People is that like everyone agrees. They're like, no, this is how this happened. There's no weird intrigue. They're like, nah, it went from here to here to here. Now it, this is why. And not biased. It's not like from ArmyMen.com or something. <laughs> right. Kevin, did you find little green army men uh, when you were a kid? Did you have those? Did oh you have a God, bucket? yes, yes. I was not a bucket. I was. I did not get mine in a bucket. Mine always came in. It came in the bag. And when they'd get chalky, I love that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the plastic would oh, like yeah. whiten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get that. that powdery shit all over the place. And it <laughs> smells terrible for a little bit. And your mom's like, "What's this shit all over your clothes?" You're like cocaine. Sorry, what? What were we talking about? <laughs> and the old school ones uh, burn a lot easier because I definitely was the kid with the magnifying glass and like. Oh mm-hmm, god, yeah. Sure. Anything I could blow up, I uh, all my Hot Wheels had Once explosives in them. Once we figured out we could blow up our toys, that's literally all we did for like three <laughs> grades. I lived in an area where fireworks were totally legal at New Year's and at Fourth of July, so we would buy in bulk and I would have fireworks year round and we lived right outside the city so I could blow shit whenever the fuck I wanted well, and then to. you're the popular kid too because like hey he backstocks it <laughs> you heard about boom boom Kevin <laughs> boom, boom 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 Alves he only has snakes and sparklers <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a lot to say uh, army men oh my god I had a good time looking at this one because they were some really yeah. there were some <laughs> It was for this one. I think the history of this was more nostalgic than anything like learning new stuff. It's more like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It smacked of just like History Channel stuff, which is like in 1935, <laughs> right? The U.S. toy company, Bergen Toy and Novelty. And you're just like, oh, should I be standing for this? My God. <laughs> sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. I love this because Josh jumped. We uh, so we tag team our our, our uh, research this time, and I love that Josh has a great way of finding a bunch of stuff that I don't know, and vice versa. And he had found this little tidbit of the the start of our our, our information is that toy soldiers in general actually date back to the pharaohs. Yeah, we're talking old Egypt situation. Really, I love that face, Carl. I agree with that face. Then, I'm like, I need one immediately. <laughs> <laughs> It'll it'll put do some have, spell. Do we have any? Do we have any? Do we have any pyramids? You're just like on the phone with your people right now. Do we own any pyramids? We should own. We should own a pyramid. Is, is PharaohToys.com taken? I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, made from stone, clay, and if you were super rich, metal was what they were first made out of. They didn't look like World War II characters. We should preface this. No, this no, was, no, 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 no. It was pre World like, War II. Um, these were made in small quantities, uh, also by the, what, oh, you gave me the ones that were. Parisian. 
so Mino, which is a, a, a firm in, uh, I, I don't think it's in Paris, but uh, they have uh, they make these little lead figures. They're about two inches tall, and they painted them in these colorful uniforms. This is like old school, pre-19th century, that kind of thing. This is um, the ones you find in the antique shop, the beautiful ones oh, yeah. that are like yeah. Yeah, you've still seen, you've seen these, yeah. these little these They little look like Monopoly figures. figures. Yeah. They do. Yeah, and, absolutely. And sometimes I would play with them as Monopoly figures. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the German film Hade followed up there and started making those as well. They were all really nice, but they were super expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, this is just for rich people. If you want little fighting soldiers... Uh, we got you. Everybody else, go die in the streets. <laughs> go make yours from stone and sticks. <laughs> and then plastic came along. <laughs> and then plastic came along. Fast forward to World War II, <laughs> and then <laughs> plastic. <laughs> Buy war bonds today. <laughs> in the in the first half of the 20th century, uh, they were made of something uh, called com- composition, which is a sawdust and glue. Um, you nod. I, I know you know, but like I'm telling the people I don't. Uh, it's sawdust and glue, uh, and they made these little, they, they would harden. Uh, and they were also made of lead, lead. Kevin. <laughs> Josh, why is lead so terrible to make toys out of? Because when it goes in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that in your mouth. Uh, lead, here's why lead is toxic. Um, so what lead actually does is it interferes with proteins in your body that cause genes to turn on and off by displacing other metals in the molecules. I know that makes sense. I see you all nodding. I see you all going, yeah, 100%. Wait, so if you want to alter our DNA, just play with some lead? Play with some lead. That's <gasps> essentially what's going on. I always wanted to be a lizard person. Yeah. Well, you can't con- – here's the problem. It, it does change up, like, the shape of your protein molecules, and but not in, like, a cool, like, all of a sudden you're Spider-Man way. Mm. In more of a, like, a, well, now you can't remember where you are kind of way. Oh. Uh, and it also gives you high blood pressure. It can go to anemia. And oh. it lowers your sperm count. Oh. Perfect. So its superpower is controlling the population. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, like, if you're dumb enough to play with lead, then guess what? That's, that's on you, bud. Please don't reproduce. You don't want to have kids? Here, just suck on this fucking lead toy then. It's <laughs> it also displaces calcium uh, in your brain, which uh, lowers the reaction time, which makes you uh, think or your recall uh, memory. It fucks with your head, too. So, like, one of the big signs that you've had lead poisoning is that you don't remember shit. Huh. Then you don't even remember playing with it. And then... Right, so <laughs> it's the ultimate crime. So it calcifies your pineal gland and your memory becomes distorted or something. Carl, I don't know if you realize, but you're supposed to be the one that doesn't know anything at this point. Like, you're not supposed to know. <laughs> well, no, no, I, don't, I have no idea. You're, you're ruining the show, Carl. <laughs> I, I was reiterating what, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm learning. I'm doing what the job said to do. Um, so science finally was like, oh, fuck, I think this lead's screwing everybody up. And science was like, we need something else. They found plastic, and in 1938. Plastic! That's 1966. 1966 was what? In 1966 is when they, they actually switched entirely to plastic. Oh, is that when but it was But in 1938, yeah, it was when it was full on. That's when they went ham on it, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> That's when they had lunch and they started making ham sandwiches with the mayonnaise? <laughs> that was very nice of them. So 38 was the Bergen Toy and Novelty Company, which you is mean a U.S. firm. Benton, for short? <laughs> Benton, if you're nasty. Uh, and it mostly reflected soldiers from World War II, uh, is what, you know, your, your typical... You know, green plastic soldier was at this point. Yeah. 
Which is why they were green, because it reflected the military uniforms at the time. Uh, and they also kind of changed up. So this is coming. This is like we're jumping all over the timeline here. But the, the color of the army men is actually kind of a thing. So getting in the 50s, the Lewis Marx and company, mm-hmm. as we were discussing earlier, um, who got serious about this, they like so they into were it. like they had, Let's their website is everything. choice chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> they have all these play sets. It was like a U.S. Army training center, a battleground set, and then it went off the rails into like everything. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call uh, Civil War sets and that kind of stuff. Uh, but they were always different colors of, of army characters. Uh, you had your soldiers, which were green, your farmers, pioneers, or cowboys, which were brown. brown. Yeah. Policemen were always blue. Mm-hmm. Ski troopers. Ski troopers. Ski troopers. It was like basically a James <laughs> Bond playset. White. Uh, they were white, and then spacemen were different colors. On average, uh, a green army man is two to four inches tall. Not huge, but nothing to laugh at. But not, but nothing to fuck with. <laughs> Good enough to get the job done. <laughs> yeah, they get no, no, we get them in. Our boys, they get in there, they do the job. Uh, they're armed to the teeth. Armed they to the fucking rifles, teeth. Like they machine ran... guns, submachine guns, sniper rifles, pistols, grenades, flamethrowers, mortars, and bazookas. Oh, uh, the bazooka one was always the one that you like. Cherish. I love that bazooka guy. And yeah, that was a thing. Like there was a time where everybody was like, bazookas are the shit, man. That's the biggest weapon. That's a fucking rocket launcher, basically. <laughs> but it's a bazooka. You know? I have a, I have like a fourteen foot bazooka at my house, at my uh, office. I mean, and, you have uh, a wait, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a massive armed? bazooka. No, uh, it's it was drilled out. It's a it's but it's it's a real not active bazooka. Or do yeah. you have like a cool, colorful, squirrel bazooka? Oh, that's a great call. Oh, dude, it's like a t-shirt cannon, but you're I shooting squirrels. No, that's a great call. Uh, but they also had less violent people. Like there, there were also radio people, like radio guys, binoculars, scouts, binoculars. Mines. I say binoculars. What do you say? Binoculars. binoculars? Okay, well, double. What double is the down proper then. way? I don't know. Binocular? It's, it's, it's binoculars. <laughs> uh, yeah, binoculars. Binoculars. Uh, and they also had like minesweep, but they had a lot of tanks mm-hmm. back in the day. Like, tanks and, were and huge. Vehicles. Yeah, yeah. That was the best part is that like you had all these little dudes that you could just like mow over with your tanks. Yeah. Uh, and they were based on the M48 Patton tank. Which is from a cool back tank. in the day. Uh, they also had armed hovercrafts, half tracks, artillery, flags, helicopters, fighter jets, landing crafts, and fortifications, but they're not to scale. <laughs> they're just the because of production thing. and packing costs. <laughs> they had like each the the guy was about two inches tall, and the vehicle was only about an inch long. <laughs> so it was like a Hot Wheels car next to a great army man. Part of the reason they were so popular, though, is because they were cheap. By the way, uh, how much were these they? things? They were a penny a piece. Yes. Whoa, what uh, year? This is, we're, we're 1960s, 19, like, I, I knew Carl would have something to say about this. Because I'm like, this is the original cost was like a penny a piece. And Carl's like, well, now we can do something. <laughs> if I sold one of those per minute per day. And um... So, Ke- Kevin, you had a really interesting story about Major William Hartell. Yeah, and that's the thing I love about Again, a lot of these retro toys and things like that, especially, again, the Squirmel, too, because we were reading about Wormcore and how people are repurposing these things for new things. Like with Squirmels, people were making like jackets that are all hanging off and things like that. Fringy. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah it's yeah. such amazing. I love that kind of stuff. Well, there was a, a, a guy who was in the Army Reserves. His name was Major William Hartell. All right. He, and he was stationed in the Middle East. And what he was doing to kind of pass the time was he was getting little green army men from the 
the BX. And because it was so fucking hot in the desert and the sand was so hot that he could put these army men in there and it would soften the plastic and then he could remold them and they would harden to make them in new positions. So what he did was he made updated versions of the U.S. soldiers. So oh, I thought it was like contorted, like circus. <laughs> circus so what uh, he did was made horrible Cronenberg mishmash nightmare creatures. He turned them all into dicks, Kevin. Pretty Is much, that what yeah. you're trying to say? He made a bunch of tiny little dildos, <laughs> army dildos that he would sell for bachelorette parties, and he made a fortune. <laughs> he no. made a fortune. So he he heated them up, refigured it, and he came up with a new idea. Uh, basically, he made what he called trench art, and what he did was he would take like plastic utensils and cut them up and things like from the mess hall, and he would make the new soldiers. So they were holding like tablets and cell phones and things like drone stuff, you know. Oh, and so it wasn't awesome. just like the old school bazookas and things. So, well, you look at uh, Marwin Call, that awesome documentary from like ten years ago, twenty years ago. The guy that uh, he had a, a, it was either a mental breakdown or he got hurt and he, and, and he got amnesia from it. And he started, because uh, he was a soldier, he started reenacting his war experiences with, uh, like, like dollar store army people mm-hmm. that he found, and he built, like, a whole village. Oh, I did hear about that. Started, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, check out, check out Marwin Carell. Steve Carell was on, it's, that was the movie Steve Carell. They, they made a movie, they made a movie out of it, which was goopy. And I was like, guys, it's a documentary. Just watch the documentary. We don't need you to reinterpret it. We get it. I've got to see Steve Carell, Steve Carell have emotions. I got to say Steve, Steve Carell. Carell. <laughs> I like that office show. Army men on Time Magazine's top 100 toys of all time and in 2014 were inducted in the National Toy Hall of Fame. We did it, people! Yeah! We did it! No, that, that's been a weird dream of mine, too. Like, oh, you yeah? definitely oh, want, really? I want Squirmals in the Hall of Fame at once, one day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Squirmals are not in the Toy Hall of Fame? No. And so... How do we help you? I don't How know. do we help you? I don't know. What can we donate? I think we're starting... I think I think we have a petition coming. I think we need to hit <gasps> petition.org. That's a great yeah, call. Please. And you hit a hashtag, <laughs> man. That's too yeah. far. All seriously, where do I send my resume? What's going on? Seriously. What's going on? Your commission check will be in the mail. I'm putting it on my resume, so you're going to get a reference call. I never thought to petition it. <laughs> That's really... I, oh, we would back you 100%. Uh, army men. What was... Let's see. Uh, army men. Let's let's wrap up this army <laughs> segue, yeah, segue, let's, segue, let's segue, segue, segue. That was the best segue, segue ever. Segue, uh, segue. Last two tidbits about army men. Army men have been banned from schools and daycare programs. It's true. Not because of it's a choking hazard, because of zero tolerance weapon policies. Because oh. it still depicts, again, armed to the teeth with fucking bazookas. Yeah. It's true. You know? So if they had tablets and everything, they'd be allowed. Exactly. That'd be See? fine. 55,000 schools in the U.S. If uh, Major times. William Hartel got with <laughs> Carl Zeiler and they, <laughs> they, they took it to the streets. And also, finally, it took to two, 2020. It took to 2020. Where they finally were like, you know what we should do? We should make some Green Army women. And they oh. introduced women into the sets in 2020. I, hate that it took that long yeah that makes me that's very horrible. angry <laughs> come on like that's stupid it's, at this point it's the dumbest like, thing it, post 70s that's stupid but you know what kevin loves more than anything pain 
page eight. Mm, page eight. Carl, I don't know if you've listened to enough episodes, but what I like to do is I find that the best information on stuff you can find is the first two pages of, on of Google. your Google search. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what I'll do is randomly <laughs> jump over further down the way and see what kind of weird <laughs> shit I can find, because that's where you find the weird shit or different shit or something off, you know, just something off the beaten path. And it doesn't but necessarily I, have to be page eight or right, just No, eight, well, eight, I actually, eight. I always just jump over to page eight. It's the quickest. Okay. I'll jump to page eight. Boom. And whatever's on the coolest thing on page eight is what I like to report on. That's so, good. I like the it. coolest thing on page eight for the Green Army men that I found that according to a 2019 article it was on a magazine website called Romper. There was a man named Dave Abramson and Dan Abramson. Dan Abramson, and he developed what he calls Yoga Joes, and it's basically Green Army men, but instead of <laughs> Army guys, <laughs> it's Carl's face. For the win. <laughs> it was the this, best. this slow, like, ew. So instead of a guy holding a bazooka, <laughs> it's an army guy doing down dog. Or, yeah. you know, the, or, or, you know, whatever. They, there's like all these different yoga poses that they put these army men in, okay? <laughs> and you can get them in sets of nine. And they have them like, it's downward dog, tree, warrior poses, everything. And they come in a bunch of different colors. You can get a set that come in the classic <laughs> army green. They also have the hot pink, red, tan, I blue, an army green. purple, wait, it also comes comes in tantric tangerine. <laughs> hate that. Hate that. Sting loves that, but I hate that. Uh, but they also have the uh, packages they also call Rainbow Joes, which is just a variety oh. of all the colors if you can't decide on what you want. Cool. You can also... <laughs> You can also buy them for people who do yoga in more advanced poses. So, like, if you've got some crazy advanced yoga pose, you can get a yoga joe in that. And the packaging, again, we're talking about marketing and packaging. It's brilliant. The packaging comes as if they're in a yoga studio. So it's a clear box, and the bottom of the box looks like a hardwood floor, and it's all set up in the box to look like a yoga studio. So you can you can either take them out of the box and set them around, or you can keep them in the package, and it comes marketed as a and, yoga studio. And those positions, well. they can just change the box, and it goes in the lion's den. Then, exactly. <laughs> Done. Bing, bang, boom. But that was the page eight that I found Yoga Joes. And they're really, I'm they're sorry. so I'm going to call it technicality that those are not little green soldiers. <laughs> it's still the soldiers. They're still dressed in the, and the, their helmets. They're in the full fatigues and everything, except they're in yoga poses instead of war That's poses. amazing. And when they That's were, amazing. when we asked Dan, he's like, why did you make these, Dan? Because I thought it would be a fun way to get more people into yoga, especially dudes. Beyond that, <laughs> I wanted to make a violent toy become peaceful. Oh, so that was why I mean, he noble, made noble quest. Noble quest. quest. Yeah. So I don't want my uh, transformers doing yoga. <laughs> no, no, I no. want them fighting for Cybertron because <laughs> we're in a war, Kevin, yes. with the Decepticons. They're a bunch of assholes. Um, so that was page eight for this episode, which normally leads into my favorite part. Josh, you know what you do after you learn a whole bunch of stuff? Tell Carl what he does after he learns a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you go outside and you smoke. No, I think it's time for Carl's Hot Quiz. Oh, no. This is where we ask you three questions to see if you were paying attention. Okay, number one. How much was the original cost of a plastic green army man? One cent. There you go. Oh, yeah. Popcorn. <laughs> One out of three. Oh, man. So far, you were crushing it, dude. Crushing, crushing it. it. You're doing better than we do. Gosh. And that's because he's drinking Red Bull, Kevin. Oh, yeah. I told you we should stop drinking booze and actually, you know, drink some what coffee. What if we just put our booze in our Red Bull and we just call it a day? We just a bunch of What do you vodka. think? Well, then I wouldn't know what's going <laughs> what, what on. You got in, what you got <laughs> in the <laughs> car. Carl's like, like, yeah, I've been doing shots, yeah. too. Like, what are you guys doing? 
right, number two, number two, number two. How tall is a green army man on average? Two to three inches. I'm gonna give it to him. Oh, that's fair. Was it? It's two to it's two to four. Oh, two to four, but fine. you got the two. That's great, great, uh, great, great. But honestly, I don't want a four inch green army man. I feel like that's cheating. All right, that's two out of three. You're doing better than Kevin, and that brings you to number three. Where did you get your light up Back to the Future Nike? Yeah, dude, totally. We were on your Facebook yeah, page. Seriously, you what the got fuck, the fucking... dude? Where the fuck did you get that? I want it, and I want to know where you got it. Oh, that. Yeah, I bought three pair. So <gasps> back in back in 2011, I one to rock and two to stock. There you and, go. There you and, go. Uh, but that's like a douchey, you know he knows douchey younger thing. But I didn't know they were going to go up in value so much. It was crazy. You I paid, didn't yeah, know. Seriously. Come on now. No, that's... I really. I just am a huge Back to the Future fan. Like when I mm. first got the Walmart deal, I mean, naturally, the first thing I went and bought was the DeLorean. So uh, wait, you went, own a DeLorean? All done up like the movie Back to the Future. Oh, like great. you can so, input the date, it pops the time circuit. It's a car. Like, like if we were like, I mean, I mean, he owns an actual car, Kevin. No, no, that's it's, what he's it's talking totally about. fine. I mean, I'm just looking at the Southwest flights, and I think we could be in by Tuesday if that if you if you were free, Carl. We could just if it's a couple days. I mean, I hope you don't mind. I mean, I can get that. I got my Uber's going to be here in like ten minutes. I work remote, so, like, so I could just bring my computer. You know, <laughs> no, but I I was just a huge Back to the Future fan, so I bought the shoes, and then uh, and that year I bought I bought the Batmobile too, the Michael Keaton Batmobile. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding 89? Yeah, I had that. It took a year to get made, but machine guns raised out of the hood, flame sheet out of the back. Oh, oh Carl. So it's, awesome. and to me, that's the Batmobile, Carl. the 89. Yeah, yeah. I want to see, like, <laughs> I want to see how your uh, kids come of, of age because it sounds like the kind of situation that you'd see, like, in a sitcom or a movie where you're like, I own this fucking toy company. And they're like, I don't like toys at all. And you're like, this is all yours. And you're like, they're like, I'd much rather go with, <laughs> go into something very boring, you know? Uh, Dad, I- I'm into aquatics. I'm going to start writing that script right now. Um, <laughs> dude, I think we did it. We did Green Army Men yeah, I think with we did Carl. It. Oh, my God. This has oh, been man, so much did. fun today. Um, I think it's time for I think it's time for Mr. Thank Yous. Oh, it's time for Mr. Thank Josh, you got any Mr. Thank Yous? The best kinds of thank yous. Um, I, I have a Mr. Thank You right now uh, to the Den Theater mm-hmm. in Chicago for uh, giving me a comp and uh, giving me whiskey uh, to go see a show. Great. They're back. And, they're back. Um, go see the Den. They're back. Den's they're back. We're doing place. Like, live shows again. That's huge. Uh, second Mr. Thank You is to the Green Mill Lounge in Chicago. Ah, also doing the historic Al Capone big bar. shows. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's the gangster bar. Yeah. Um, and uh, a Mr. Thank You to somebody named Carl what? for being on this show. No, Carl, it's and like... Life. And, just, and sending me all having, these toys. I can't give you drinks. Having so many toys that are coming I, I gotta, to no, my yeah, apartment. Yeah, exactly. Kevin, what are your Mr. Thank Yous? Uh, I, uh, Mr. Thank You, of course, to Carl for being here. As always, Mr. Thank You to, uh, to Jason Moody for our kick-ass theme song. Carl, if you ever need a theme Truth. song for something you're doing, let me know. I'll hook you up with Jason Moody. He's amazing. Oh, nice. Uh, he, d- he does all Or the- Kevin and I will do it for free. Yeah. Just because I say, wait, it's a theme song no, no, for a thing that you did. We'll do it's so I, great. Let's just go with Jason Moody on this one. I think he's. Yeah, probably, you should yeah, go with that. He guy. does. He does all he's the theme songs better. for Big Talk Podcast. He's amazing. Oh, that's guy, it, so. yeah, I love it. Uh, Carl, where can we find you? Like, as far as like, if people want to learn more about uh, the, what you produce and your toys and you as a person, like, what's your social media? Like, where in your website? Where can people find you? So my Instagram is my name, Carl with a C, and then Zeeler, Z E A L E R at Carl Zeeler and uh, yeah. And go to wormonastring.com for worm merchandise. And, uh, but yeah, that's it. And then my website's toysontv.com. We don't really retail off of there. So uh, yeah, it's best to buy. But if you're a business and you want to buy in bulk and start selling that shit, that's where to go. There you go. Great. 
because I'm oh, sure hey, somebody out there. I got to plug my newest venture, and I think oh, you guys do it. Do, do it, it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Oh. So oh, wait, is this is this is this an exclusive? Actually, is yeah. this a junk drawer exclusive? Have you ever talked to anyone about this before? Well, I mean, just Walgreens and got an order, but but <laughs> not but not, not, not in public, public, right? Not publicly, but it's junk drawer exclusive. Do you guys remember a company called Cap Candy? No. Cap oh, wait, candy. like bottle caps? No, it's just C-A-P. So I brought back Cap Candy. And so I was bringing back brands of product. And I was like, can I bring back a whole company? So Cap Candy uh, was big in novelty candy. And uh, Spin Pops, like the suckers that spin. Whoa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is awesome. So you're bringing back... Cap candy, and now my first product is TikTok jelly, and uh, yes! so it's the jelly fruits you bite, and then they explode out. Have you seen them? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, on, yes. On TikTok, it's at 1.4 billion views total, with like yep. all different Holy people shit. doing it. But um, during the pandemic, dude, you own that now? Yeah. That's fucking it's wild. Crazy, I see man. that shit all the time on my TikTok. It's the top ten selling candy right now at Walgreens, which is mind-blowing like i just found out two days ago and i was like wow thank you can you get your hands on the astro pop you remember the astro oh i love that and it's still being produced i have i had one this big and like (gasps) massive one i paid 40 bucks for it it's sugar (laughs) rip your fucking teeth right out i just i had it on display i was like i'm gonna i think i'm gonna encapsulate it in like resin or something but but yeah I i think there's tons of retro candies that uh are demonstrable where I think there's this white space, and uh, I'm I'm happy to be in that industry. So, and, and it's a great place to be because so many so many parents nowadays who are our age who remember this stuff when they were growing up are like, "Fuck, it's out again." My yeah. kids need to try this. My kids yeah. need to taste this. They need to be a part of that, you know. And it's great that you're able to bring that back, you know, for those kind of moments. Thank you for teeing me up for this, Kevin, because it has been my lifelong dream, and I mean lifelong. I'm 41 Ooh. to bring back. High C Ecto Cool. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All I want, Carl, is to be able to buy Ecto Cooler in a store. Mm-hmm. So whatever you can do. Do you have an original? So Oh no, no, I got it. Oh. You got to. I will keep my eyes open at the <laughs> Yeah, please do. Please email me. <laughs> my God. Oh well in that case, let me I'll think of a few things that I'm waiting to come back. I'll let you know. No, so. it's too oh, late, fuck. Kevin. I, I I did my homework. So Well, I guess we're all done then for the day. I guess we gotta <laughs> shut this down. Uh Carl, uh cannot thank you enough. Seriously. And I love and if you guys awesome, ever man. do a marketing segment or segue, I would love to be a part of that. <laughs> like I, I would love to grill people that do marketing. So absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, totally. And I if mean, you just want to come back and hang out about more toys, shit. We'll just start playing. We'll just start pulling up your website and doing episodes on your stuff. Yeah, no, you're just you're on the email. Sorry, you're on the Discord chain now. Um, yeah, sorry I think about that. Is that everything we've done for today? Carl, did you have a good time? Well, well I thought we were done a, a minute ago. I thought that was a good out. I, I I I did a shameless plug about my candy. Oh, that's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. We're done. We're done. Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock It's just lying in your junk drawer Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.